Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Periodic Table, Episode 6, We Can't Get Off the Pot, recorded December 29th, 2011, and brought to you by Element OP Productions, elementopie.com. So here we are back with Episode number 6, six times the fun, six times the something, but only five times the host. We only have five, five hosts this week, which is still a lot. I think you say it, you say only like we've had more than that, right? I think five <laughs> is the the max I have ever recorded at any one time. Well, that's not true. That Sean and I did a show at uh, TCEA where there were like two hundred people in the room. So, but that's right. Different. Uh, so anyway, welcome. Uh, this is our last show for Elman Opie Networks of 2011. This will wow. be released uh, right. on uh, New Year's Eve, actually, Saturday. So the first thing I want to say is don't drink and drive. We love all of our listeners. We can't afford to lose any of you. <laughs> don't drink, enough. don't drive and text either. That's right. Yeah, that's even worse. To <laughs> don't drink and drive and text because then you're text, <laughs> dr- you're text yeah. drunk, uh, drunk texting and drunk driving. That's horrible. <laughs> I, uh, it's interesting if you've, if you've ever uh, seen a German car. Now, I don't mean a German car made to sell in America, but a true German car. There are no cup holders or anything like that in them because – when you're in Germany, you drive. That's what you do. When you get behind the wheel of a car, you drive. You don't drink. You don't listen. You don't shuffle six CDs. You don't play with your iPod. You drive. So they don't have any of that stuff. The seat is a wooden stick with a four-inch square block of wood on the top of it because they don't want you to get comfortable. <laughs> That's right. Well, Mark, I got to tell you because I drive a German car, and even the United States versions, uh, the cup holder is just for aesthetics apparently <laughs> there's like yeah. one of them right there's, yeah. there's yeah. no actual cup that i can set in there even a normal size like a standard uh soda can won't fit in this cup holder it's that small so it's made for uh, a coffee cup like a little yeah. six ounce coffee cup well, yeah, right it's, or it's, like these it's little standard uh, these for little us. tiny red bull cans they right. they fit in there but that's about it sean can i get you to tap on the brakes for a minute are you talking about your cup holder in your car? Yeah. You're the one guy that has a bladder buster cup every time that you go to Quick Trip. So is it called it, a no, bladder it's buster? not just the – all my drinks fit fine in my small little car. Well, I, had know, a, I had an 89 I mean, Volvo and I had to get one that like cans. snapped on the parking brake handle because it had no cup holders at all. Yeah. I, I, cup holders Sea warmers. Yes. Cup holders cup are cup relatively new. I mean, it wasn't until like uh, 99 or so that they even put those in. I remember uh, my first couple of cars had the, the little suction cup things that are stuck on the window and stuck down in the- Or, you, or the kind the that clipped over the side of the window, right. or the side of the door. You know, those are great. So yeah, it's a relatively new thing. But yeah, don't drink and drive. That's that's my story. That's all I got to say. So uh, uh, before we get too far in, I want to play our one. You want to introduce the guest, the host first? No, you I think I, that's important. I don't think I was going to do that. I don't that's think I don't think it cares. <laughs> I don't matter. I forgot about Everybody that. knows who we are. Uh, Aaron Egg, Mark, Sean, Zach. There we go. Go. Holla. <laughs> no, I, we have with us this week. Mr. Aaron Butler, who thinks he's running the show. Hey, Aaron, the former fat guy. How's it going? I just want things to be right, Mark. That's all it is. Don't, call You're me excellent. Call me whatever. Show if you want things to be right. Uh, Aaron Butler, Mr. Eric Fay is back with us. Hey, Eric. Hello. Hey, what's going on, Eric? <laughs> and then we have the brothers. We have Sean Keibel and and uh, that other guy, Zach Hill. Hey, Sean. boy, son. Yeah, whoop whoop. It looks no, like you have a fire on the shoulder. No, not. Okay, I'm I mean, a right, parrot. Right. Once again, you two are on the wrong show. So if you want things to go right, you're on the wrong show. And if you want to say things like, yeah, boy, woot, woot, 
You're on <laughs> Mark just said, woo, woo. can you believe that? You know, Mark, sometimes things going wrong is, is going right. That's and that's, this is a show the for video. that. And, I, and behind the console is always no. Mr. Mark Cockle if he's not going to introduce himself. That's right. And my name is Mark. And uh, I drive the Hindenburg into the flames. Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the humanity. You probably shouldn't make fun of an event where hundreds of people died, but uh, I I can't think of the Hindenburg without thinking of that old WKRP Cincinnati episode where they try to th- throw the turkeys out at Thanksgiving oh, as yeah. a <laughs> promo, and they take they, none of them can fly, and they just splatter in the parking lot of the car, of the uh, grocery store. I love that one. <laughs> anyway, one of my favorite lines from WKRP in Cincinnati was uh, uh what's the stoner guy's name? Johnny something. Johnny Johnny Fever. Johnny Fever. Yeah. Uh, get gets a rating. Says, dude, you won't believe what I'm doing to young boys, eight, eleven to eighteen. <laughs> I'm so lost in this conversation. What I know. Is, yeah. What are we talking about? Zach now? and Eric are like WKRP. What? Yeah, what? I was just about to say <laughs> that too. It was a sitcom. <laughs> it was a television sitcom, Lonnie and it was Anderson's hilarious. Giant boobs. That's, yep. that's really all you need to know. The you big still guy. Got a blank there. They're like Lonnie Carly. Yeah, Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> it was the it was it was so, the precursor to the office almost in yeah. a lot of ways. It was very similar to that. So what about Drink and Drive? We are. I'm so don't do it. Don't do it. Just Boop, you know. boys and I, I don't know WKRP. I have no clue. So that's pretty right much along. how this show goes. We talk about body parts. You know, last week it was. <laughs> it was I felt a little slimed after the last episode. I had to go wash my hands and my face after that. It was definitely Man. the most adult offering from Element Opie, and it came out the same day that I put our our pre Christmas <laughs> greeting in there. They came out in the feed on the same day, which was was really nice. It was a balance. Well, it's yin and yang is what it was. I have a quick question. All right. We're doing this whole video thing. This is people are able people are able to see this. Right. Watch this later. Watch this just now. Right. All of the above. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, now, we don't That's offer the- it um as an RSS feed, but yeah, if you go to Ustream and watch the recorded Ustream, you'll see the, right. the video feed that Mark's putting up. He's clicking on people as we're talking. Like right now he's probably clicked on me and people are seeing me point at the screen. Right, exactly. And and now he's gonna click on somebody else because I'm stopping talking. Can we do like the, the whole like pretty bunch thing where you look up and be like, "Hey, Sean, what's up?" Like, you know, I could do. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Uh, you need to look up. I have to look down. To I'm talk coming to after you, hey, Zach. Hey, there you go. <laughs> hey, hey Mark, Zach, why you Zach, why don't you show that mustache off? Ah, look at <laughs> Captain Zach Sparrow. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> like that yeah somebody write that in the title section i'm, I'm going to do it right now <laughs> you apparently can't be on the show without some sort of uh, overgrown facial hair right. going on yeah well it's it's the holidays for for you know at least some of us uh so uh, <laughs> well, i'm going to see my mom this week and, and she likes she doesn't like it when i shave my head and she likes my beard she's like why do you shave your head, Eric? You know, because then I don't have to comb it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. pure laziness. Low maintenance. Yeah. If I could nair my head like once and just be bald forever, I'd do it. The issue is you got to keep doing it. That's why I don't yeah. shave my head because I don't want to keep shaving my head. It is a pain. Yeah. I just use the the rule of thumb is if you can tell I took a nap, my hair is too long. That's how I. That's my normal rule of thumb. <laughs> Actually, so right now it is long for me. Mine is very similar. If I can ride in the window, uh, ride in the car with the windows rolled down, and you can tell, uh, then then I've done. I've I need a haircut. Yeah, it took it took Stacy about my fiance about a year and a half to convince me to finally get a hairstyle, and I did it. I actually stopped shaving my head, and I have a a stylable haircut, which has been years and years and years for me. So it it's it's, it's someone being in my bubble. I don't like people uh, <laughs> cutting my hair; it bugs me. 
I always say, you know, my hair is there for me. I don't live to serve my hair. I'm not going to spend any more time on it than I have to. <laughs> so anyway, as I was saying, we got a voicemail from our listener, Jim, our one listener. Jim, oh, I hope sa- you're the same the one. So, far. Uh, so yeah, same Jim, same voice. The only guy who's ever left us a voicemail. But um, he, he was going to take me to task. And so uh, as he did last time, uh, Jim and I have that relationship, apparently. So I wanted to <laughs> play that and just let you guys hear it. it and it's just you again, Mark, that he takes the task? Man, this is Jim, your one uh, listener to the periodic table. <laughs> All right. And I would like for you to know that I just listened to episode five and oh, no. I listened to the insult that you Mark leveled against me. And I want you to know that I resemble that remark. <laughs> uh, I would also like to inform you that I do own a few neckties. I even have one that has the state of Texas flag and various oh, representations of the state of Texas on there. And when I wear it, which is rarely, admittedly, I wear it proudly. Now, rarely for me, maybe once every 10 years, but still, I will wear it occasionally. So one other thing, Mark, I was considering contacting Sean to see if uh, y'all might be interested in a listener spotlight, but I may have to reconsider that. (laughs) I get back with you. (laughs) And I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Hey, What's really I funny is I was on that episode he, when we listened to this, and I don't even remember what he's talking about. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not trying to remember. What is he talking about? No, it was uh, it was actually last episode. He was on three or four, uh, but last episode, episode five, uh, I referred to Jim and um, and John Mikulski said he doesn't own a tie. I said either that or he doesn't have a neck, and so he was he was calling to let me know that he does have both have a neck and a tie. <laughs> And a Texas flag tie, yes. which right. is, as we all know, is the best kind of tie. And if you ever want some good barbecue, go to the Woodlands, Texas, and go to Pitmaster's Barbecue. That was his tip right. from last time. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that part. Hey, Jim, well, if you want to get so, upset, listen to old Hot Route stuff. So Was he re- was he requesting a listener spotlight? Yeah, well, that's something we do on our Taiwan Tech show. And so I think okay. that's maybe what he's talking about. But, uh, you know, again, since we only have one listener, we might as well spotlight him. On the, and he would fit right in, apparently. Everyone, Jim. <laughs> yeah. He's easily uh, uh, insulted and um, owns a tie, so he would fit right in. Uh, <laughs> he likes to take people to task. We love you, Jim. Thanks for listening. Um, and so uh, since it is New Year's, uh, coming up on New Year's Eve, I have one question that I wanted to ask all of you. Do you make resolutions? And a follow-up question, if you do, what are they? If they don't, why not? So we'll start at the top of the screen, my top anyway, Aaron. Well, we just did a whole show on this, One Meal, One Workout, so everybody go listen to that episode. Excellent cross-promotional opportunity. Thank you very much, Mark. And uh, I'm actually doing – I have five goals this year instead of one resolution. And forgive me if I if I wax rhapsodic. I really won't. I'll, I'll be quick. I'm going to be able to do a chin-up, one, one chin-up, unassisted, in no way. 25 push-ups is my goal. <clears throat> Lose my last 25 pounds, which put me at about 175 pounds down from where I started. And then uh, get out of debt completely, except for my car. I've got about seven months more to go on that. Hallelujah. And I mean that in every way possible. And then what was my last one? Don't tell me, Mark. Don't tell me. What was my last one? I don't know. I don't pay attention when you talk. I know. It's, it's okay, though. I'll come, come back to me. Circle back around. I'll tell you number five okay. in a second. <laughs> Eric. Uh, I do not make resolutions. Uh, I do have goals i would like to achieve by the end of the year but that's not necessarily a resolution a resolution is something you're going to stop doing at 1201 correct that well, was it i was going to stop drinking yeah. diet drinks or start 
Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to stop. You're going to start. Uh, resolution technically means you have your resolve. You have resolved to whatever. I'm doing 12, I, eight, about seven, six. I intend to quit smoking by um, no, April. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for the. See, that's that kind of strong support that really <laughs> helps me quit smoking. But I just I'm know for a fact, New New Year's Eve, I will be smoking like a freight train because I'll also be drinking. So that always brings out the. So does that mean you have to stop sex. drinking too if you're going to stop smoking? Uh, no, no, that does not mean that. But uh, <laughs> no, God, no, no, no. Yeah, that's silly. <laughs> Don't stop drinking, Don't be foolish man. Shut your mouth. Uh, I don't, I only have, I guess, kind of one, uh, I have a mud run and, uh, thank you, Aaron, for motivating me to do one of those. Oh, the tough mud? Uh, uh it's not a tough mudder. It's something else. I can't remember. It's one of them. There's like Warrior three dash? or four major ones that kind of circle around the United States. Um, this one's not quite as tough as the tough mudder. It's kind of more of a beginner mud run. Uh, it's only, uh, 5k. But I've uh, got that in April, so uh, my resolution is to get serious about training for that. Uh, Wait, do you drive this? Because that's five k, five k through mud. Yeah, but that's not. I mean, Aaron, what was yours? Yours was like ten miles, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was. It was nine and a half miles. Do they make a video game out of this yet? So I could just play that. (laughs) It's a Wii game, so that would put you out already. (laughs) Um, And I think I I might have just recently, like within the last two days, because I've been sick in bed and. Uh, I, I swore I would never do this, but I got addicted to a, a Facebook or a Zynga game, uh, words with friends. Oh, gosh, words with so, friends. I've lost many a friend to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been in bed like the last two days and when I've been awake, I've been playing words with friends. And it's and, also available on your Android phone as an app. Just well, so you know. well, that's, yeah, that's where, that's where I've been playing it is on, on my phone and, uh, I'm, I'm addicted now. I've got like 20 games going simultaneously and, uh, I'm I'm hooked, so I think I may have to uh, make a resolution to to ditch that after the new year. What about you, Zachary? I always have one for like the past three years, but I never get to it. It's been the same one. Procrastination. Run a, run a full marathon. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, I usually I get up to about ten miles to where I'm running on the weekends, and then I just kind of stop. So it's like actually running. It's a yeah, mid-time like a minute. full on like White Rock. Run Ugh. like, like <laughs> no just thanks. pull on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's like the ultimate achievement. But I mean, you know, they talk about the runner's high. I think Eric likes a, a booze and, and nicotine high instead. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not gonna let's not make me sound like an alcoholic here, but I I do enjoy my drinks from time to time. No, I I enjoy a drink every now and then. You know, I I've actually been taking a little bit of a hobby of actually drinking uh different types of beer. So yes, it's I it's a fun try- hobby. And yeah. you brought me you brought me a very delicious uh, Stella Artois a couple of weeks back. Yeah, I'm glad you liked that. I actually tried that beer out. It was it was actually pretty good. Yeah, and what was that? You brought me the hot rod wine, the unfiltered beer. It was delicious. Yeah, it was from um California. Yep. Uh, Ventura, California. Yes. So yeah, I tried that one. It was really heavy. Really heavy. I Back drank that in my shoes. It was only like two beers. <laughs> And I had a hangover the next day. All right, so moving along from, from Beer Talk today, uh, Beer Talk Weekly, that's that's going to be our new show. Um, uh, How about you, Mark? To, to you answer my own question, I don't usually make resolutions uh, just because I think they're uh, self-delusion at its best. Uh, but I did, uh, at Aaron's urging this year, I set myself a goal uh, in the fitness category, and my goal is to, on at least two occasions throughout the year, I'm going to buy... Uh, size smaller pants 
So that's that's my goal, which right. technically means I'm going to lose weight and I'm gonna I'm gonna exercise more. But my goal, the thing that I've set, is not about working out or losing weight. It's about buying smaller pants. I've never in my life bought smaller pants. I've always either bought the same size or the next size up. Too often, the next size up. So my goal for 2012 is to buy the next smaller pants twice. That's my goal. That's a awesome. that's a great one actually. Yeah, uh, you guys did, probably don't know, but I've lost almost 70 pounds in the last year, so I'm already wow. on on the 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 ring, uh, roll. And actually, I could go buy smaller pants now, but that would be cheating. So I'm not counting this one. I'm going to count the <laughs> next size down. Uh, so and we were talking about that. You can you can successfully wear pants that are four four inches too big for several months because I've done it. <laughs> they look horrible. You just pull them around the back and pleat them up, and nobody knows the difference as long as they're in front of you. <laughs> All right, uh, Aaron, you had a movie review for us this week. Yeah, I, I like to if I go see a movie, I, I like to tell people about it. So they, you know, it, it, it takes a pretty penny to go uh, to go to a movie theater and pay for a movie i really only do it kind of as a guy's not out type thing usually my wife doesn't really care to go to the movies for that reason she's too frugal and she'll just wait for it to come out on on dvd because she's she doesn't care for the big you know explosion michael bay movies too much so it doesn't matter to her if it's on the 42 inch screen or the 42 foot screen so my buddy joshua and i went and saw the the went and saw this such great language we saw the darkest hour this week have y'all seen the advertisement for that? That's the one where people get turned into ash and blown up oh, and yeah. sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, have you no. seen um, the movie Skyline? No. No. Great. I'm glad everyone said no. Don't see that movie. Don't <laughs> rent it on Redbox for a dollar. If you do, you just spent ninety cents too much. Uh, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. This was uh, a similar movie, apocalyptic aliens come down and kill everybody type thing, but about twenty times better. I would give it a solid B, B minus. Uh, decent acting, pretty good special effects. They managed to keep the tension throughout the movie. Don't want to give talk about it too much because there's not that much to talk about as far as the substance of the movie, but it was entertaining. It was bubblegum for the brain. I if mean, it really was. A B minus out of a horror slash thriller. That's actually pretty high praise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was no aliens. You know, it wasn't that it wasn't that quality of movie or acting. Um, but it was okay. I, I would wait for it comes out on DVD. If you're a sci-fi fan and it comes out on DVD and, and you're trying to find something to watch, it would definitely be a. a a red box $1 rental or put it in your queue on Netflix. Um, but anyway, it wasn't horrible. My wife and I have been watching some Netflix movies that I had time off. And last night we watched Sherlock Holmes, you know, the new ones coming out. We just watched the old one. I was uh, pleasantly surprised at how little that one sucked. I, yeah. you know, I, I really had very low expectations of it, but uh, it was, it was a totally watchable, uh, you know, B minus yeah. movie. Yeah. And this was about the same, just on the sci-fi. About the same level of movie. Okay. So. All right, who's got the Darth Vader breathing going on? Is that probably me? Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, you guys, total tangent. Have you guys heard the Tom Tom Darth Vader thing from on YouTube? Yes, you uh, seen that? Yes. Oh, yeah, my fiance oh, has that. My, my fiance has head, that. Turn at. around. At the roundabout. Yeah, at the roundabout. Roundabout. You should have seen the look on his face when I told him I was his father. <laughs> Up ahead, turn right. You will, Yoda. You're going to get people killed if you keep doing that. Have you seen that one, the Yoda one? Uh, uh-uh. it's a good one. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's it's Yoda in there, and and he starts playing with the with the controls on the exactly. board. Yeah. yeah. We actually had that discussion today. What kind of speech he does? And it's object, subject, verb. That's what he does. OSV. <laughs> now you know your geeks when you have that conversation. So how does Yoda usually? What's the pattern? <laughs> Just Google it. I'll tell you. Object, subject, verb. <laughs> 
So uh, the next thing I want to talk about was, uh, since we spent so much time uh, on the last show talking about meat, I want to talk about my meat again, um, <laughs> but in a different way this time. Uh, this is actually... I thought. Wait, I thought the last time you were talking about somebody else's yeah, meat. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, we recorded that show last Thursday, and then like Monday we went to the movie, and I walked into the bathroom at the movie theater and had that exact same, almost the exact same thing happen to me, Mark. Thank you very much. You cursed me with that. <laughs> did, he have a, did he have a portable scaffold with him? <laughs> Not quite no. as bad, but still. That's awesome. Uh, so anyway this what is, did i miss yeah well you'll have to go back and listen to the see nobody listens <laughs> yeah. to the show even the people on the show jim you really are our only listener um but this week i, I went to i was looking uh um, yeah. <laughs> i like to smoke meat not weed meat <laughs> um and as i've mentioned on a couple of shows before i'm not sure about this one i built myself a new smoker over the christmas break so i've just been going crazy with barbecuing and smoking meat like crazy um, and I wanted to do uh, on um, New Year's <coughs> Eve, and you guys are all welcome to come up, by the way. Uh, I'm going to do some brisket and some baby back ribs and uh, a few things like that. And I bought like uh, a lot of meat. Uh, so um, anyway, I, I went to this. Uh, the, the, the meat that they had at the grocery store is never very high quality. And there's this not far from us. There's a uh, um, sort of a niche market, uh, sort of meat market thing where this uh, – um, whole holistically grown antibiotic free organic free range, sort of organic stuff yeah it's it's all this sort of stuff so i went in there and they've got like if you guys have ever been to a cracker barrel you know they've got that little store there while you're waiting and they you know can extract more money out, out of you this place has something like that just little knickknacks and i had three kids and my wife with me and so while i was you know purchasing the the dead animal carcasses they were looking at all that sort of stuff so i wasn't really paying a whole lot of attention i grabbed a brisket a little on the smaller side, only about eight and a half pounds. I usually try to go about 20 pounds or more. And then three racks of baby back ribs. I wanted St. Louis style, but they were sold out. Everybody likes St. Louis style. So anyway. What is St. Louis style, Mark? Uh, it's the, uh, the baby back is like half a rib. St. Louis style is the whole rib. So if you've ever had a, a really nice, long, meaty rib, that was a St. Louis style. So you have baby back and then you just have ribs. Right. But yeah. they, they, so, they want to make them so fancy. So let me so get this right, Mark. You prefer the long meat? Yeah, yeah, I like the right? meat. Yeah. Uh, there's more meat on the meat. Uh, so anyway. What kind of seasoning do you put on it? Um, we'll do Mark's cooking show a little later on, but uh, pepper, a lot of salt. Yeah, like just I can't tell you. I'd have to kill you. Um, so anyway, I, I put the stuff up on the counter and hand the, the lady my credit card, and then my kids distract me. Hey, Daddy, look at this. So I go over there, and then the lady prints out the thing, hands me the receipt, I sign it, and and we're done. We're walking out, and I think, well, let me look at this receipt and how much it cost me. Anybody care to guess how much an eight-pound uh, brisket and and three racks of baby back ribs would have cost? Seventy-six dollars and fifty-three cents. Um, I'm gonna say fifty-five dollars. Wait, can I change that? One hundred eight. Eighty-four. You're all wrong, and you're all low. The closest going. The right is not going over. Wait, hold on one more time. How much? One hundred and twenty-six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the price is right. I get yeah. to go up. Yeah, you were the no? closest without without going over. I bid one dollar. Um, no, and, and apparently, like I said, this is a a, a, a boutique sort of uh, <clears throat> meeting, and uh, it was uh, I mean a boutique sort of shop, and uh, so it was uh, American Kobe beef is what it turned out to be. Oh, okay, the Wagyu, really high marbling, really expensive, and and the pigs were apparently. 
hand-fed gold leaf uh, while they were growing up and, and suckled champagne from from syringes. I don't know, but uh, it, it better be the best darn barbecue I've ever done in my life because it was certainly the most expensive. So I don't. That's really, not the piece you want to forget on the grill and burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> Zach says in the chat room, he went to Kroger. Stop trying to impress everyone. Um, you know, I really hope it's the best that I've ever done because it's certainly the most expensive. But I'll let you know. I'll let you know if it was any good. Uh, um, Tell the girls chew that slowly. That's yeah, a four dollar right. bite you got in your mouth right there. Ella. Yeah, we're not going to do this. Put a whole bunch on your plate and then throw it in the sink later. No, no, we're not going to be doing that. Mm-hmm. When they serve me, they serve me champagne. When I walk in, and they have valet <laughs> serve me the best of best. Well, that's the thing because it, it looked like just a regular uh, meat joint. It doesn't look all that special, you know. If if there was like you know, that's a title I've ever heard one. <laughs> it looked like a regular meat joint. <laughs> So anyway, uh, I just I just thought I'd uh, mention that story. It uh, it was one of those things where you know pay attention. And of course, then I I, I was too much of a um, what's the word a guy to turn around and say what how much what. Uh, so I had I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't going to. You got to like keep cool, idiot. huh? You got to be like right. it's all right. Put it on the card. Like, yeah, that's right. Put it on the black, you know, the black card. Oh, only one hundred and twenty dollars. That's a bargain. Yeah, no, because um, I really what I wanted to do was say, all right, girls, we're having bologna. Uh, on on New Year's Eve, but uh, hey, I, is it fried? <laughs> instead, I threw it in the cooler, and and I've got it brining now, and then uh, we'll see uh, if it's any good. I'll let you know. But uh, apparently, wagyu beef is uh, like the Lexus of of meat. So it's a trumped up Toyota. <laughs> like that. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next thing I have in the in the uh, notes is me. Uh, the, uh, just this is a quick one. You know, uh, TBS does the twenty four hours of a Christmas story on Christmas yes. Eve and Christmas Day. I love that. It's one of my favorite shows. But interestingly, this time around, just because of the things going on, I saw the second half of it five times. Never saw the first <laughs> half of it. I love that. I didn't see the entire um, thing of uh, Wizard of Oz until I was like seventeen. <laughs> I, I watched the first half of the movie. I don't know how many times and fell asleep in it every time is what happened. Yeah. There's uh there's a, a movie, uh uh What About Bob? You guys know that movie? Oh yeah. Uh, yes. Uh Bill Murray. Uh, I'll be quiet. I'll be peace. Yeah. It's not an off awesome movie, but it's funny and I like it. But my wife has seen the first twenty minutes of it several times because every time I try to show it to her, she falls asleep about twenty minutes in. So I gave up and took the hint eventually. <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah, it's it's like I said, it's not awesome, but it's good. Okay, Aaron, Thor two. We, you're you're just bringing the movie stuff this week. You muted yourself, Aaron. Apparently, the only thing I can talk about this week is movies. I'm uh, since last week. I guess I'm trying to uh, stray away from the other topics. But uh, I obviously I'm a big um, a bit of a movie buff, a bigger superhero comic fan. Uh, as I know, some of the other guys that are around the Element Opie Network are to various degrees. But uh, Thor two is slated for uh 2013 i believe and i just thought it was kind of interesting who they pulled in as the director you know the first one was what's his name uh kenneth brana whatever his name is but the guy they 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 had a female director lined up and then they had some differences creative differences as people always says with quotes around it so she got bumped and the guy they got to replace her is alan taylor and he uh is actually mostly known for his television stuff such as mad men the sopranos and more recently game of thrones um so and Boardwalk Empire, he's also been doing that. Um, so 
he he's got some pretty good uh, credentials as far as some of the shows that that have been pretty critically acclaimed. The Game of Thrones. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that. I actually haven't seen an episode of it, but I've just read about it. Uh, kind of would fit more of this genre type of movie. Um, so anyway, that was that was exciting news for me, being a Thor fan from way back when I was a kid, and uh, I thought the first one was they did a decent job on the first one trying to make and uh, you know the Norse god fit in with the more modern day retelling of the heroes like they've tried to make uh you know batman more realistic and the x-men more realistic and everybody more realistic well what do you do with the guy that's blonde and wears armor and swings a giant hammer around and talks with the <laughs> bad british accent you so know wait, so, so wait you're telling me thor's been around for a while now <laughs> yeah, no, yeah they didn't just make him <laughs> no, up i'm only joking all of these shows alan taylor's done and game of thrones is amazing so i, I bet Thor 2 is going to be great. Well, that begs an interesting question. Are there, uh, there are certainly actors that people will go see any movie that somebody's in. For me, it's Marissa Tomei. If she's in it, I'll go see it. I don't care. Uh, uh, Val Kilmer. If he's in it, I'll go see it. I don't care. Uh, are there directors like that? If, if there's a movie that somebody directs, you have to go see it. For me, maybe Ron Howard. Pretty much anything he does, I'm down for. Spielberg, yeah. maybe. He's done some garbage, though. Yeah. First, I mean, go ahead, Eric. Oh, for me, I, I would say the, everyone I will see, no matter what, is uh, is Tarantino. Every time he decides, Robert Rodriguez and Kevin Smith, I would say are my three. I will definitely see and make sure I pay for yeah. um, movies. I'll I'll see anything Josh Whedon does, usually television or movies. Um, you know, he actually is writing the Avenger script I mentioned before, right. which I'm pretty excited about that. And so Peter uh, Jackson, Peter Jackson, okay, Peter Jackson, yeah. yeah. What about you, Zach? Hey, um, I'm hitting the cat on my, on my little video thing. Thank you. Thank you for... <laughs> can, can you see the cat on there? Yeah. yeah yes. The oh, jeez. Yeah, and then you smack it. <laughs> Bam. Oh. <laughs> Why did you bring him along, Sean? What was... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like Batman, personally. He I mean, brings balance to the force. Batman <laughs> doesn't direct movies, though, Zach. I don't know if... Uh... Well, I don't know. Might, well yeah. the director for Batman did such a great job. I mean, you go from Michael wait, wait. Keaton, then you go you, you go like Val Kilmer and all that. Just I mean, Disney movies, and then you yeah. have that director that did it. I mean, actually, Batman just dark and what it's really supposed to be. It actually they actually did that very well. That that whole series is going very well. I yep. mean, you can't complain about that. I mean, that's what Batman's supposed to be. So uh, to- on, this is probably way the geek level of this show is probably this is probably way off of it, but. Any, uh, any of you guys even know, you know, who the main villain is going to be in the, the the third movie that's coming out? It's, it's Bane. Bane, who's yeah. known, uh, in, in the comics, character. he broke Batman's back. Right. And the director is saying this will be the end of Batman. So there's there's talk that Batman will actually die in this one. Uh, and then so the, the fanboys are saying he may come back through Raja Ghul's uh, Lazarus Pit um, thing, which is what the reason La- Raja Ghul always comes back is he goes to this little reincarnation cloning thing or that uh the guy from third rock uh what's his name the young guy dark hair you may know oh uh oh, i said jonathan taylor thomas um <laughs> uh what the hell is his name it's something crazy who cares yeah he, he, he's uh, he's in it as a young cop so some people are speculating that he might like take the mantle for a while while batman's back heels or all those kind there's all those kind of things that people spend hours bantering back and forth about on the internet that uh but anyway so Batman at least will get his back broken, probably if not outright kilt, in the third one. So, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. There it is. Thank you, you know, Google. That was Google all the way. I'm, I'm feeling like John Mikulski when we talk about politics. I'm having a hard time even staying awake during this conversation. <laughs> who did Who did Ghost Rider? Because that was the worst movie ever. Tim, along the lines with uh, the Green, not the Green Hornet, but the Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that one. Horrible. So anyway, moving right along. Wow. Yeah, let's let's move on to uh, Eric's politics. I always yeah. think that's an interesting topic. Oh gosh, I might as well move the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, take take the headset. Take your Beach by Dre off. I don't know why you're wearing those. <laughs> but uh, because they were twenty seven dollars at the the convenience store. That's why. God, that's silly for a B for a B. Hey, the headphones they are impressive. They they actually. You can actually hear the bass in them. You know what that's called, right? It's called a placebo effect. You felt dumb for paying $27, and you're like, no, they're awesome. They're way better than everything in the world. To make it worse, they were $129. Jesus. Yeah. Um, And he he got them off a Craigslist from a guy who died of an ear infection. So. Well, at least it wasn't an amoeba to the brain from irrigating himself with water. Well, speaking of people wasting money... uh, uh, our president. Really, you uh, paid one hundred and twenty nine dollars for crappy headphones. Really, these headphones are a lot better than yours. I can tell you that much. Well, I only paid twenty dollars for mine, though. That's the difference. I I'm got sorry. mine for my birthday. Go right ahead, Eric. <laughs> Last headphones okay. I got, I bought it. Oh, a bunch trip. of haters. They're not yeah, haters. They're responsible right there, adults. Huh? Haters. <laughs> Um, yes. Okay. So we're talking about wasting money, as Zach apparently loves to do. Uh, Obama wants more money, and how much more money does he want? One point two trillion dollars to add. What I mean, he. I haven't read. I've read tons of articles about it, but they all say the same thing. I haven't found exactly what he wants to spend it on, but I'm assuming it's not going to help the economy because all the other. What are we at? Seven trillion so far. We have shoved into the economy to try to boost it and maybe it's time we just start cutting back like grown-ups because if your house is getting foreclosed on you're not going to buy a new car right i, so know, that's I know people who would yeah so okay does that well mean that yeah, you like people. you no longer have like your man crush from three years ago eric because i know you uh, did right barack obama i've been a yeah. libertarian since i was 17 <laughs> 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 so i do not support a guy who wants to keep uh, social welfare going and stuff like that. I've never supported Obama. I've, uh, as most people would say, I've thrown my vote away two elections in a row uh, voting for my politician of choice. Ron Paul? Yes. Yeah. Um, as soon as you mention and, throwing the vote away, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, I, I hear it all the time. Oh, well, you're throwing the vote away. Well, at least I'm not going for a guy who's made the same mistakes the previous. Because, I mean, I don't say it's all Barack's fault. It's not, because I'm not a Republican, so I don't say that. Uh, but it's it's collectively, it's everyone's fault. It's the fact that we think we can keep dumping money into the economy and br- to bring it back. What we have to do is we have to be realistic about what we don't need. We don't need a hundred different uh, homeland security agencies. I don't need uh, I, I don't need the TSA body scanning me and looking at my wiener every time I go to the airport. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it, it, it's it's too far reaching and there's too much money being spent. And even now they're they're talking about doubling the TSA force so they can they can patrol trains, uh, buses, traffic. I mean, they're talking about being able to control toll roads. It's it's getting to the point so, where it's absolutely Eric, ridiculous. I just have to know, uh, when you go to the airport, does the TSA uh, security person there, do they wink at you or do they look the other way? <laughs> I refuse to go. I, I, I refuse That's high-tech th- meat gazing right there. No, I, I, I will refuse to. Every time I refuse to go through the body scanner, it's, I'll go through the metal detector. I've been going through those for years. 
but I'm not going to go into some crazy microwave that they found has 50% more radiation than they act, they originally claimed. Um, and so I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put my body through that. I'm not going to put the poor guy who has to work nine hours a day looking at wieners. Will, like, will I'm not going to put him through you go through, through it, Aaron, if you're wearing your tinfoil hat? I don't own one yet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's no, it's it's not fair. It's an invasion of privacy. I don't have. I have, there's no reason I should. But what, what's funny to me is like they, they show the picture of what your image will look like when they see it, and the 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 junk area is uh, completely censored out. So really, it's just completely pointless because if I wanted to hide it anywhere, I just tuck it up, you know. So it's it's. To me, it's pointless, and it's it's Did a gross. You just say put it in your bum. I said, tuck, tuck it, up. it up. I said it like a grown up. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, I mean, just I don't I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. But, but I mean, as we, we learned last week if you do put crack there, don't have your little brother eat it. God, I gotta stop missing shows. <laughs> 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 um, but no, I mean, we're just we we waste too much money. I mean, we're we're like the guy you see with the. The twenty thousand dollar house and a hundred thousand dollars worth of cars. It, it doesn't make any sense. It's completely unbalanced. We just keep trying to dump money into something that's going to continue to fail. The more we dump money into it, so to me, it's, it's just silly to even try to ask and not talk about any. I've, I have yet to hear this administration or any of the, other than my candidate of choice, Ron Paul. I've heard very little about actually slashing the budget. Uh, I've heard it from Ron Paul, Michelle Bachman, which doesn't really matter, and then Rick Perry. Those are the only people I've heard talk about it, and everyone else is just kind of – everyone else is too worried about gay marriage. <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of sad, but it's it, – we're, we're, we're being silly right now, in my opinion. I mean, it, someone has to agree with me, right? Um, you know, Eric, as much as I like to disagree with you on just about everything, I, I think you're right on about this one. Um, again, I'm going to use the same quote I used uh, before with uh, the great uh, uh, Ronaldus Magnus. It's it's not that the government spends, uh, it's not that the people are taxed too little, it's the government spends too much. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, taxing and spending has never revi revived an economy, even, you know, uh, during the Great Depression. That's what they tried. They tried tax and spend. They tried public works. It didn't work. What worked was a war. Um and and that taxing and spending isn't going to get out there. Behaving like responsible adults uh, will. And apparently, there's something about the halls of Congress that remove your ability to behave like a responsible adult. I believe that these people were good, uh, fine, upstanding citizens before they were elected. <laughs> but the moment they took the oath of office, somebody lobotomized the responsibility por portion of their brain. Uh, and it's just, uh, it's really insane. I mean, You're in my opinion, getting a call from Jim, Mark. <laughs> in my opinion, no matter what, if you want to run for public office, that shows a certain level of narcissism. Uh, and so, no matter what, your your idea is always going to be right. And that's where the biggest problem in this country right now is coming from: is the fact that no one is willing to compromise with anyone else. No one is willing to look at each other's point of views. They just go, "No, you're wrong." It's like when Obama's health care bill. I don't agree with universal health care. I think it's a waste of money. I think the government should stay out of my business altogether and let me just get it myself. But it's we we just get to the point to where everyone's going, "Oh, you know." It immediately went from I want to make universal health care on Obama's side to the Republicans. 
uh, well, at least the Republican media, I'll say, going straight to, well, Obama wants to kill your grandparents. <laughs> like, right. it, I mean, it, it's so, it's so, and everyone's so matter of fact, like what they're saying is the absolute truth about it. And, and that, that's, that hate speech is, I mean, honestly, it's hate speech. When you go, when you take something and twist it that far and what it does, it alienates that party from the other party and that party is alienated from that party and no one wants to get together and hang out. You know, it's, and no one wants to come well, to a resolution. Jim Jeffords did. He uh he wanted to get to the to be in the middle. He he became an independent. Which well, my, but my, my thing is you know these we have the the basically in spite of the fact that people are tried to be independent, we have the two party system and both parties are supposed to be made up of the most educated, most intelligent, and most informed people, and they stand diametrically opposed on almost every topic. How can that be? You think they could at least all these smart people could figure out one thing to agree on that the best answer for a solution to a problem, but they, uh, they can, they all they, agree that they want to keep their jobs as long as possible and stay and make sure they take their vacation on the, uh, as the country falls on its face. I mean, in my opinion, they don't care that much. They just enjoy the paychecks. And I, I think they should work strictly off of commission, a certain amount of money for every bill passed and every resolution, you know, every resolution they come up with. How about every million dollars you cut in the budget, you get to keep 10000 <laughs> Didn't uh, um, Ross Perot pitch an idea similar to that when he was running? It was something like, I'm going yeah. to uh, work on commission, and, and I'm only, instead of the, uh, I think at the time it was $200,000, now it's 400000 a year, I'm only going to take a percentage of what I save this country. Was that a Saturday Night Live skit, or was that real? No, I no, think that no, was Ross, real. no, Ross Perot did that, and that's why, I mean, those people are marginalized. Anyone who has any differing ideas on as far as one party is concerned, because that's why I'm so surprised right now that Ron Paul, depending on what poll you read, uh, is either in second place by a margin of about two to three percent or in first place by a margin of about two, two to three percent, um, which really surprised me that he's there right now. But I, do you guys think he can hold the lead or any do any of you even slightly support Ron Paul? I support Ron Paul. Thank you. I, it makes me happy. It makes me smile. I guess I, I have to reserve judgment for when they finally kind of really get it down to the actual runners. Well, so uh, that's the thing. It's the whole primary process that gets those people. And if you ignore it until then, you get the two biggest lamos. I mean, that's when you're you're voting for Bob Dole because nobody paid attention during the primaries. And, and that's what that's what's going to end up happening. So much dirt has been dug up. Gingrich was the. Uh, had a really steep slide uh, over mm-hmm. the weekend, and and I, part of, part of that is because of one things he says, um, and two how often he has been cited in in flip flopping on ideas, and you don't want someone, in my opinion, Barack Obama when he got into office flip flopped way too much and laid down way too much and just and just let too much happen. Um, he was too passive about it, and you see that with Newt Gingrich. He's a lifetime politician. Um, pretty much his entire career has been politics. He's a lobbyist. He was a lobbyist when he wasn't a politician. So I just don't trust the guy. Um, and plus he has, he calls himself a conservative Republican, but he's been divorced twice. So I don't find that to be very conservative, in my opinion. Now, let well, me you can be politically me, conservative and still make bad choices in spouses. Yeah, it's just, uh, it, I, don't, I don't like it when people quote their their belief system and then have in my opinion, gone beyond what it's supposed to be. It, it, it shows hypocrisy to me. I'm not saying divorces are bad. They, you get divorces. Sometimes people turn crazy as soon as you marry them. <laughs> I understand that. But, but I mean, there, there's a point where you have to, 
kind of leave that stuff out of it, especially if you have broken one of the. I'm a, that, that is one of the cardinal sins, isn't it? To get a divorce. Well, unless I'm incorrect, no. It depends okay. on on your religious belief. That the the general belief within the Catholic Church is that in any sex outside of your first marriage is an adulterous act. So you get okay. divorced, um, then every sexual act after that, even in, if it's another marriage, is adultery. And uh, do you guys think Ron Paul can hold this lead, or do you think it's going to end up going to someone else? Who do you think it's going to go to in Iowa? That's our first major uh, primary. Who do you think it's going to go to in Iowa? I actually Iowa? think Iowa is meaningless, and I think all of the, the I think all of these primaries. I've been saying we should get rid of it for a long time. It doesn't really serve a purpose. We could listener. turn that whole area wow, to a park. Yeah, you're going to be getting a call from Iowa. That's for sure. No, but the thing is, <laughs> it's, hey, not, even, it's not even it's not even a poll. It's a caucus, and it's it's only a very small sample size. And people will talk about how it's predicted winners, but that's because they're looking for those stats. You can also yeah. look at all the times that it was totally useless. I just think uh fine do the iowa caucuses i'm fine with that do the 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 primaries do that process but let's stop looking at iowa like those handful of people select our president they don't yeah i mean yeah i, I could see that I, I i think it was mark i think it was you telling me about this i was having a conversation with someone about it the other day and it was talking about uh one of the original polls that was done on the phones yeah, they, the Dewey versus Truman poll. Yeah, yeah, right. I thought that was very interesting. So, I mean, I, I guess you could see it just depends on who you call up. I don't know what their exact uh, their exact requirements are. Isn't it that you're a registered Republican? I I don't know. I'm, okay. I'm not going to pretend I do know. I'm just going to say I don't know. That's a change for you, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm usually pretty good at pretending. Yeah, but no, uh, I decided to try. I can talk. Honestly. I can talk authoritatively on money subjects. I know nothing about. <laughs> I know Mark does the same thing. <laughs> like I say at the beginning, every time we we turn the stream on, I tell people that anything you say can and will be held against you by the internet. So I don't want to say something that uh, some uh, guy trying to fight to hold his retainer back in is going to call me on later. <laughs> Okay, so uh, you mentioned Gingrich, uh, and earlier uh, you were talking about uh, taking things out of uh, out of context. It reminded me of his wither on the vine comment, where he was talking about, um, you know, you said Obama wants to kill your grandparents. Well, they said the same thing. He said something about a a particular line item that, if not funded, would wither on the vine, and the media made it out to be that we want old people to just die in the nursing homes because we're going to stop giving them medicine. So it's you know, and that was what 15 20 years ago that that stuff went down so it, it's there's nothing new and that's that's the thing it's it's we americans the voters or the non-voters more specifically who are the idiots here because we we kept keep letting the same thing happen over and over again and i i think that's what's what's good about at least the fact that someone of a different party i mean uh, ron paul runs the republican but he's He's liberty. He has libertarian views, and those. And even if he doesn't get elected, I, I mean, I'm I'm okay with it either way. But at least those views are getting out there, and people are sitting there looking at it, going, "Yeah, why do we care about gay marriage? Who cares? It doesn't affect my life." Now let's get back to the real issues, and and so I, I mean, I, at least I think it's a good thing that he's in the lead and he's getting some airtime now. And I think it's good that his ideas scare people because scaring people is the only way we're going to actually make any real change. Yeah, I, I just think it's uh, – I was having a conversation recently with somebody, and, and they were talking about who's going to oppose Obama. They, You know, I don't like Obama, but who is there out there who can oppose him? 
and and I'm having a hard time finding one. As, as much as Ron Paul may say smart things, um, he also has a, uh, a history of saying stupid things in very yes. public ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, oh, uh, Ron Paul will not be president ever. I'm I'm going to make that prediction. Um, <laughs> you know, no more so than Jesse Jackson would ever be president. They're they're the same propensity to say stupid things at the wrong time. Um, so uh, the question is, who's it going to be? I mean, we may be left voting for, you know, um, just because there's nothing else to vote for. Just, just FYI, um, I grew up in his congressional district. My mom lives there now, just as an FYI. All right. And so do you have any um, um, insight? Insight, inside inf- no. inside information? No, I, I think that it's, it's going to be a tough road because of the, just like Mark's saying, I don't know why the American people pick somebody and they think that really it ends up being just kind of uh, who the who the party gets behind and pushes to the forefront right. as who they think is their most electable. And once that person's on there, then everybody kind of jumps on the bandwagon and votes the person and gives it their best shot. It's I mean, the guy it, with the best hair. You know, yeah. so Rick Perry is going to be president because he's got the best hair. Uh, Heights, too. God, I hope not. History's proven out that uh, most of those guys, it tends to be the, the taller that uh, wins out. Interesting uh, statistic. Since um, Gillette invented the safety razor, every president elected thereafter has been clean-shaven. Before that, that almost all of them were bearded. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and is- every president since television has come on, uh, been prevalent across the United States, has been uh, at least decent-looking or uh, considered attractive by most women, as opposed to before that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Taft would not be elected yeah. now. Taft would not be elected. Dave Lincoln would not be elected. Today. Abraham Lincoln absolutely would not. Yeah. So I, I think maybe we need to start. Actually, I don't. I, this is a radical thought, uh, but maybe we need to start looking at a man's character. I, I don't know. Maybe. I think that's just silly, Mark. I mean, that's you're asking way too much of people. The trouble <laughs> is that by the time they get to the presidency and running for it, they seem to have sold all their character. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's my biggest problem with lifetime politicians is it's just their entire life has been saying exactly what they're supposed to say, not what they want to say, and and in that and just trying to appease their side of the argument at all times, and it, it, to me it's just fake. To me, it's just like it, when they answer questions, it's just like Miss America. I mean, they're just saying what they want to, what they're told to say, not what they actually think. In my opinion. All right, guys. Do we want to continue this political debate, or have we said no? Let's move on. No, <laughs> I, I've reached my 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 movie discussion point, Mark, that you were on earlier. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. So, uh, uh, Aaron, Cowboys Must Do. What's that about? Yeah, that, yeah. Let's you know, talk about another it, loser. <laughs> What'd you say, Sean? <laughs> let's talk about another loser. Yeah, yeah, really. Cowboys. Yeah. I just I just wanted to say that. It would make my wife so happy and therefore make me so happy if just for once Romo could not screw the entire thing up this next week. <laughs> it would be nice. Wouldn't yes. that be nice if he could just one time actually play, um, actually make the passes when they counted and not throw the interceptions when they don't count and have a good <laughs> quarter when it was important to have a good quarter and, you know, all those kind of things that he doesn't ever do. <laughs> that's like telling, that's like asking Tebow to get over himself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just never going to happen. You know, I think uh, that Tony. Just Romo, one time, I, I want the cat not to eat the mouse that I put in his cage <laughs> to play with him. Just one time. That's all I'm asking. Just I go against that, his nature and not eat the mouse. Just once. I think that Tony Romo is going to be up there uh, uh, with Dan Fouts when it's all said and done. One of the greatest quarterbacks to never have won anything. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> yeah. that this year maybe he just gets lucky three times in a row and, and makes it there. I, it, he. 
statistically, he's one of the best presidents out uh, presidents, <laughs> <I'm mixed> up, <laughs> quarterbacks out there, and and has been for several years. Right, uh, numbers just, it are seems astounding. Like, yeah, it just seems like uh, okay. If there's a time to throw a bad pass and have an interception, he doesn't just throw a little interception. It's always we're leading by four with my minute and a half left. How about I throw an interception that the guy can run back and make a touchdown right. and beat us? A pick okay, six where I'm the only blocker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then he goes this week and throws a pass and hits his hand on the guy's helmet. His hand's all swollen. You know, they, they say he's going to be fine. We'll see. Um, well, I don't know. It, I, I have a hard time blaming him for that. I mean, he was going through the same throwing motion he's done since he was in Pee Wee League. I know. going to be a helmet but, there this time. But nobody else but, but did here's, that. But <laughs> here's what we're going to be hearing next week will be, I screwed up because my hand my was, hand. you know, ouchy, my hand hurt. And I think they're uh, going to win this week. It, it's, a, it's a good, I think it's a good week to be a Giants fan. I, I actually, I'm, I'm honestly predicting the Cowboys to win. This yeah, week. I'm, Next I'm, week, I'm going with the Cowboys this week. <laughs> so you think they're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs again? Possibly. If if they don't, it'll be that it'll be that non mouse eating miracle. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zach, this is supposed to be your area of expertise. What do you have to say about it? Uh, well, I say the Cowboys win it this week. You know, I'm going I'm, Giants. So what happens after this week, Zach? <sighs> you want the bad news? I mean, I don't think they're going to make it, but. You know, I mean, well, I mean, who? So, who do they play? Let, let's let's see if we can. Uh, they win this week. They get into the 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 fourth seed uh, in the uh, NFC. So, who who do they play, and how does that go down? Well, I heard about that today. I I wasn't really paying attention though, because it's just the Cowboys. I don't really pay attention to Cowboys right now. My focus is the Broncos right now. Think about a great game this week. Sorry, I mean it's against <sighs> Orton. You know, and what is the sports announcer? I think is it, it's TJ. But when they asked him. What do you think about the game this week? And he's like, you know what? It's just like the Lion King, okay? And they the baby leaves, and then all of a sudden, they have a time to turn back, and uh, the Lion King returns back to, you know, to rule the land. And I just kind of looked at him, just so confused. Like, that has nothing to do with the Lion King. What Was he wearing a Grateful Dead about? shirt? <laughs> yeah, I was just like so lost. So like that like, guy's been smoking some meat. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was TJ uh, from uh, NFL Countdown. But uh, no, this week with the Broncos going into it, uh, you have Tebow starting. You have Orton that left the Broncos. It's going to be an exciting game. I can't wait to watch it. I am going to nope. be rooting for the Broncos. I'm getting the Bronco Nation in Dallas over here. We're going to watch the game and be rooting it. I'll put my Tim Tebow jersey on. I am pumped about this game. If Tebow could learn to throw the ball. He's going to be amazing, and and that's there. You know, Donovan McNabb was the same way. You know, there's these these guys who who are uh, uh, who like to run first and throw later. You know, if they can learn to throw, they become amazing quarterbacks. If not, they you know become Quincy Carter. Yeah, um, he was he was a good passer in in college, and his his stats this year are better than Elway's uh, freshman stats. So you know, but when you only throw seven passes, it, your numbers look good. Right. Yeah, if more touchdowns. No, but well, yeah, we're saying even yeah, even cumulative stats, he's better than Elway Yardage, was his first everything. year. So, uh, if you're a Broncos fan, there's day. no reason to be in distress. All over down that. the line, shut your face, Eric. All down the line, <laughs> Tebow has better numbers than Elway right now. And I heard you too, because you're like, bop, 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 bop. actually, uh, I was I'm like, not... <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about the Broncos. I saw the somebody was talking to me the other day that they. Somebody had taken a uh, video of Tebow throwing and reversed it, you know, because he's a lefty, right, right, I saw and put it. it right next to Tom Brady, and their 
their throwing uh, motion was almost identical. It's just it's left. He's left-handed, and it looks weird to people. It's, it's most not of the that reason Debo that he can't throw. It's that he doesn't throw. And because he doesn't a, need to, most right, of that. that's, that's just a, a co- that's thing. a coaching thing. Right. Yeah, they don't want him to throw. He's going to outgrow that, uh, particularly when his legs get a little older and he can't run. You know, Mike Vick is trying to figure that out now. What is he going to be when he can't run? Uh, when he grows up. Yeah. When he grows okay. up. <laughs> so, yeah, but going back to your Cowboys, I think they're going to win this week. They're going to burn that flag behind you, Mark, um, <laughs> or poster, whatever you have up there, and. Uh, it looks good for the Cowboys this week. I'm going to so. go online and say the Cowboys will win the Super Bowl one year. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> That's a little far-fetched Statistically speaking, that will happen yeah. unless their franchise collapses. Yeah, right but you know, Detroit. if you bet a dollar on that, Aaron, you're going to huh? win like a million dollars. I will. I'll bet a million dollars that the Cowboys <laughs> will win that That one line's got to be like a million to one. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a Disney movie one day. <laughs> And Sean, this next thing I put in the in the notes uh, uh, was I was thinking of you when I did it. Uh, and there's a, a judge's ruling uh, increase the odds uh, that legalized online gambling is going to happen. Did, have you heard? No pun heard intended there. Uh, Actually, no. Uh, I'm, be- I'm behind on all my podcasts since I haven't been driving back and forth to work the last couple of weeks. Um, so I know is- I have a podcast that uh, is about online poker yeah. and uh, normally I would get that kind of news from that but I'm I'm a couple of weeks behind on it so uh, well, it was kind of neat that you threw that in there. This is a judge's ruling. Uh, it was made back in September but just released this week uh, and he's talking about the uh, the Wire Act of 1961 and this is the the thing that uh, the big the the big three in, a, in the U.S. were shut down on um, that was the thing that they were uh, citing was the Wire Act of 1961 that says that you can't place bets on events online. And the United States De- Department of Justice has given an online, uh, get, let's see, we're, I'm trying to remember, get the quote there. Um, basically, what the guy said is the, the law says you can't vote, uh, you can't bet on events online. And that's why like uh, multi-state lotteries and things like that are allowed because it's not an event. Um, and then the the uh, it, this wasn't didn't have anything to do specifically with online game gambling, but the idea was that gambling isn't an event either. You're making a bet, but it's not on an event. You're not betting on a horse race. You're not betting on a boxing match. Right. The bets are part of the event. Poker is the event. The betting is part of poker. And so they they think that uh, because of this new ruling, there's a very good chance that they're gonna. Um, have to uh, back down. The Department of Justice is going to have to back down from their uh, current line of, of um, aggression. But why well, Why uh, would they even, I mean, in the first place, why would they ever make that law? I mean, how is it their right to tell you what you're allowed to do with your money? Well, it's the the whole interstate commerce thing. Things that cross interstate lines uh, the Become federal, federal can, Yeah, fall can, under federal. Can have a thing. So that's why, like, in Louisiana, you can bet on horses. In Texas, you can't. Um, but if you live in Texas, you can't bet on Louisiana horse races. And that's the thing is if it's illegal where you are, you can't do it where it's legal. Online. Actually, Mark, I got to, I got to correct you on that because horse racing is one carve out of that law. Um, it, it's, it's one area that's exempted from that. Well, we did um, allow in, in Texas, we allowed parimutuel betting, um, a few years, but I just, for just giving an example, uh, right. you can't, you can't bet on, um, it's not legal to take bets on boxing matches in Vegas from Texas. You have to go to Vegas to do it. Right. Right. Silly. It's, it's kind of interesting. Um, I know, you know, 
it's really interesting that this is coming from the Department of Justice since they are already they've got all of the owners of the big online poker sites uh, under indictment. But um, uh, it, you know they still what they're going for after them for is uh, basically bank fraud and things like that. So I can see where they would carve out uh, the Wire Act and uh, maybe pursue the non-Wire Act stuff. Uh, in those indictments so well right uh, so th- those guys are, are still going to go down because they did a lot of illegal stuff despite the whole online gambling thing but with this new ruling and if it stands up and of course it's going to be tried and it's going to have to go to a higher court most likely but with this new ruling there's no argument that can be made against online gambling currently so you could start again and just not break any of the old laws that you broke before Right, and I, you know, a lot of people. If you, you know, if you don't haven't really had your ear to the ground on these type of topics, the last few years this has been a really hot topic, and uh, there's been uh, several bills introduced, and they keep getting shot down in committee and things like that over the past couple of years. But it, it's progressively been getting closer and closer, and it seems like they're trying to lay, uh, you know, lay down the road for uh, online gambling to be legalized, um, and I'm sure, uh, you know. The politics that's ha- happening behind that uh, is probably driven by quite a bit of money. I mean, the casino operators and things like that, they're going to be first in line. Uh, and if it does get legalized, uh, most of the proposed bills have where these, uh, you know, like I can't go and start my own online gambling site. It's going to have to be like a Harrah's or a, right. a Venetian or, you know, some some uh, established um, casino that's going to be running these sites. So uh, as you can imagine, there's going to be a ton of money to be made there. So I would be shocked if we don't see it in the next couple of years, the way that it's going. And especially after this, I mean, that's uh, bodes well for that. If you, if you really uh, like doing that kind of stuff, you know, I like playing poker. Sean introduced me to the game. Uh, I don't entirely suck at it. Uh, I used to do it online when it was, you know, something you could do online and I wanted to come back. It's a, it's a nice, recreational activity you know it, it's one of those things that you, you call a victimless crime some people point to prostitution as a victimless crime you know that's a, the hooker wants to do it the john wants to do it uh, you know the scalper is a victimless crime right if you've got a ticket you want to sell i want to buy that ticket you want to make some money off of it wh- who's the victim there um you know and i know people argue about that sort of stuff all the time but uh online gambling for me you know i used to play on poker stars that really was you know a victimless situation i was voluntarily giving them my money Occasionally, I would win money. Occasionally, I would lose money, but it was all—you know—nobody was victimizing anybody. Yeah, I mean, right. you worked—you worked hard throughout the week to earn that money, and it's your right to spend it however you choose. And it, the, the government might as well make it legal because you're going to do it anyway. You know, I people can, are always going to. I can th- either spend that money on ridiculously expensive meat, or I can put it <laughs> on the poker table. You yeah, know, and I mean, the, and if if they're making their taxes off of it, which you know, if if we're doing it in the United States, it should be taxed. I agree with that, uh, but. Why not? I mean, it's just extra income. Come, it, it's it's a bigger GDP, which is exactly what we need right now. So I don't yeah, see the, a problem. The only thing that's ever really bugged me about this topic, because I, you know, I understand there's people who make the argument that well, there, you know, there's the people who are going to go and blow their mortgage money and all this kind of stuff, and um, you personal know, responsibility. I, I and I agree with you, Eric. I totally do on that. But let's just say, you know, that. Uh, because there are, there's going to be problem gamblers out there that are going to have, you know, not be able to control uh, what they're doing, and they have a sickness, and that's that's fine. But uh, I don't see how you can 
uh, rally against that when you've also got uh, lotteries going on in just about every state in the country. I'm sure every one of us. Every one of us has been in a gas station behind that lottery ticket guy, right? That just scratches it off or is doing 20 quick picks and you wait, end up waiting 10 minutes. I mean, people are going to throw their money away no matter what. It's like trying to regulate marijuana or something like that. People are going to do it. Either they buy it from you or they buy it from the drug dealer. So, Eric, that, should we legalize marijuana? It's silly that we don't. I mean, okay. Yes. Last Okay, last year there were, I think the the number was something like seventeen billion dollars worth of street value of marijuana was taken from the Mexico border, and not to mention we're not even going to go into the the violence that happens, you know, hundreds of yards away from the United States border because of this stuff. America right now is the worst has the worst business model ever. If billions of dollars worth of a product is sold every year that is illegal coming from another country and supporting a cartel i mean any business sees that oh my god everyone's buying that well we might as well keep it we might as well make it legal and make the tax profit off of it because people are still going to smoke it whether whether you want them to or not it's 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 readily available i can i could get pot in 20 minutes like i mean it's sad but <laughs> I, it, it's, I can, and and then and, and the fact is, of those would be travel time, right? Yeah, exactly. And and <laughs> now now I have it. Now it, the night's going to be awesome. But it's it. The fact is, it's going to be done no matter what, no matter how you look at it. They're going to smoke it. They're going to enjoy it. And and especially if you legalize it, that that opens the doors for uh, in, uh, edibles like edible marijuana, which does not have any carcinogens. You're not inhaling it into your lungs. And so it's actually, it's going in your body in a nice safe way. And the reason that I want to do it is obviously because the pharmaceutical industry and the alcohol industry, that's going to not wipe them out, but it's definitely going to put a dent in their profits. And that's exactly why it's illegal to this day. I'm not a big pro drug person in general. Um, I've had some family members who have had issues with drugs and alcohol in the past, but I think it's fairly hypocritical that out, the drinking is legal and marijuana is not. Yeah, and, and they act like making it illegal is going to is gonna make it go away. More and more cities, more and more states are decriminalizing it to the point where most possession over, I think it's like three or four ounces, is a misdemeanor, like a Class B misdemeanor slap on the wrist. Just make your tax money off of it. A drug dealer is. So why can't the, the government, uh, the way California does it is I used to be a medical marijuana holder. Um, I'm just going to throw that out there. Card holder. And uh, <laughs> they, they, they charge $50 an ounce. So they so made a, $50 per ounce. What's a typical dime bag these days, ounces wise, Eric? Just uh, typical, well, nowadays, I don't. I don't Different grades. <laughs> because you I, would know, right? <laughs> I, I don't smoke pot. No, I'm lying. Um, no, <laughs> you never inhaled. Yeah, it's it's my life. I can enjoy it. I'm a responsible, tax-paying adult. I can enjoy my life the way I want to. And uh, as long as you don't do anything illegal. Yes, but typically it, everything goes off of an eighth or a quarter scale. So it's usually about 120 dollars for a quarter. So uh, what, what will that make for somebody like me who's not a uh, uh, pot smoker? When I say you say a quarter, is that a quarter? Yeah, like ten joints, cigarette, cigarette, uh, one giant doobie the size of my arm. Uh, what is? That's about. I would say it's it's probably ten or fifteen joints. Yes. Okay. It's like but it's ten bucks a joint. Then it's almost. typically very potent, so you don't smoke very much of it. You so, just, so what you're saying in California, though, fifty bucks an ounce is one tenth the street price now. Uh, no, no, that, that's just the tax. That, that's the tax California takes. Oh, that was, was the tax. The tax yes, it, was fifty dollars an ounce. And, wow. and I was 
And I was reading a report that uh, if marijuana were legalized in the country, the cost per ounce of on the on the manufacturing end would be around 32 cents an ounce. So it would actually get cheaper so that there would be more revenue to come into the so uh, you could taxes would plummet if it were legal yeah uh, i love that scene from uh from pineapple express where the guy's like we'll call this one uh, rolled gold we'll call this one blah 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 it's all the exact same thing we're gonna call this one blah 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 charge uh, 50 dollars for this one and i can see the marketing guys already doing that kind of thing you know uh yeah, the, but then the, once it's legal, they'll 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 have guidelines like it. It must contain a certain yeah. percentage of these leaves, but not not more than so many seeds per ounce. Right. Um, if the no, THC be, levels are be, this it, level, it you can't sell those premium. Out. But I mean, I give it ten years. Uh, now, let's say fifteen to be conservative. Uh, fifteen years, it will be because right now they're the crap. They're the crappiest business in the world. They see it coming in and it's causing violence. 60% of what comes in, the drugs that come in from Mexico are is marijuana. So why not just make the money off of it? I don't understand what the big deal is. And people always say, oh, pot makes you dumb. It's like, no, being dumb makes you dumb. You start out dumb and you use pot as an excuse. I'm very smart and I enjoy it from time to time. And that's because I am motivated in my own life. And anyone who is a loser stoner, is going to be a loser with or without it. Well, so my question about that has always been, where do you draw the line, all right? So if marijuana is legal because alcohol is legal and you've equated the two, what about cocaine, all right? No. So why, why is that not okay? There, there's, a, there's a danger of overdosing with cocaine. There's a danger of overdosing with alcohol, but there's no danger of overdosing with marijuana. Okay, well, uh, okay, but if if overdosing is your excuse, why not ban alcohol? And I mean, Do it. it, it I, I would happily look give up alcohol well it's a lot harder to drink 27 beers than it is to take an extra half a gram of coke that, 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 there you go that's exactly true so then um, we'd have to uh we could make legalize uh, cocaine but make regulate the strength of it and make so it's mostly baking soda and a little bit cocaine <laughs> yeah it, it, it's all that. cut with laxative is typically what they use um well uh, there's also so uh, there's an addiction stuff. factor there that i've been, is not I've been around with, it with marijuana marijuana is non-addictive it, it, okay, it, it, it can be mentally addictive if you have an addictive personality. Um, because but again, if that's like, your argument, alcohol is highly addictive, and that's legal. Yeah, that's physically addictive. Alcohol and well, heroin are the only two crazy. things you can quit that would kill you, that can kill you if you go cold turkey off of. That, that's well, part of the reason I'm, I'm okay on the whole marijuana thing is uh, because, I, in my eyes, it's a safer alternative than, than is alcohol. Alcohol is more is is addictive and it's a lot more dangerous when people are using it than marijuana is so so this the title of this show is now we're all a bunch of stoners <laughs> no, it sure sounds like it doesn't it? But, you know so if we weren't across state lines we could make some bets uh, about it yeah. but uh <laughs> that would i'm be gonna bet that marijuana will be legalized before the cowboys win the super bowl <laughs> <laughs> that that i will i would and then, put money and on then they'll yes. celebrate by lighting up because it'll be legal by that time. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, uh, marijuana will be legalized before steroids. Um, I think that uh, there's you know <laughs> more of a, uh, more of a uh, uh, an outcry for that. I, you know, that's a great movie by the way. Bigger, stronger, faster. Yeah, that, that, that is that is excellent. I, I have a friend who has a terminal illness, um, and the medication—it's not cancer—but some of the medication that she has to take for her terminal illness creates incredible nausea, and she's tried a, a, a whole bunch of different drugs, and the one that works, the one, is marijuana. Mm-hmm. Now she is a 46-year-old mother of five. Um, you oh, know, dudes. and who who needs to smoke a joint 
every week or so after she gets her injections. But she's a federal criminal if she does that. And yeah, it's, I, I it's, think it's, there's it's something silly. wrong with that situation. Now, it's, well, it's a 100% societal thing because nobody, I say nobody, most people accept the fact that we have bars almost everywhere. There's still some dry counties, dry cities, that kind of thing. But at least where I live here, I could drive literally, not even drive, I could walk 200 yards down here to Target and buy alcohol and come back and drink it and get drunk and call Mark and be kind of, hey, Mark, and, be, yeah. and he wouldn't think, well, Aaron is now a drug addict. Yeah. You know, he w- there would be no taboo associated with that. He would just be Aaron acting stupid on New Year's Eve or whatever. But somehow, um, because of the way society in the 60s and 70s, we've, we've taken marijuana and we've packaged it as one thing. So we actually have three, pretty much three, um, three buckets. We've got alcohol, we've got marijuana, and all other illegal drugs. Yes. And that we treat them different ways. We view people who use them different ways, and we have different societal uh, penalties for participating in them. Yeah, Mark, what you're saying about the the anti nausea agent, I typically try to stay away from the medical side of uh, of, of the the marijuana thing. My my standpoint is because I pay taxes and I should be able to do it in my own home. But uh, <clears throat> I it, it the reason the drug companies don't use it and why it's illegal is because you can't patent a plant and you right. can't patent the the key ingredient which is THC and you cannot patent that because it grows in nature. So therefore you cannot make money off of it. So any Joe Schmo can grow it in their closet instead of paying you some ridiculously jacked up price for it. So it's, I mean, they're not making money and it's, it's a versatile, it's a versatile plant. I mean, just to be honest with you, but it's, it's silly in my opinion that someone can't sit in their house. Who's over the age of 21 and, maybe get a little high and play a video game or two like that's to me i'm not no one's heard i mean not me some our hypothetical man is not uh if there was some guy named eric wearing really cool headphones that had a nice do and that's his business i don't go out and drive because i know it's horrible and i get paranoid but it's not it's just no one's business in my opinion that's the way i look at it I had a friend in college who used to like to drop acid, and the way he put it was uh, at the end of the day on on uh, uh, on Friday, I'm going to go home, I'm going to lock the doors, I'm going to go on a little trip. you know. And it was, a, recre- it was an, a weekend recreational thing for him, and sometimes he'd come back and tell us about his bad trip, and then he was, you know, that was a weekend in hell. Uh, Do I think this person Mark? Uh No, no. Okay. Uh, but it's uh, it's just one of those things that I if you knew him, you would never know that he was a quote unquote stoner. You wouldn't, you know, it was just something he did recreational occasionally. And I think that we need to uh, stop wasting time and effort on chasing quote unquote criminals um, when, when we would never even know they were criminal. It's, it's the same thing about the sodomy laws that we used to have, right? Is you would never know if somebody was gay or, or in, engaged in sodomy. Uh, let's not even take uh, sexual orientation into it. Uh, but for some reason, it's illegal. Uh, that's just ridiculous. It's, yeah, it, it's silly, and it, and it really affects no one. If it, in my opinion, if it doesn't affect your personal day to day life, then it should not. They, they, it shouldn't be illegal because someone smoking pot at their house doesn't affect a guy twenty miles away. It, it well, affects the only reason it does to, is because of the fact that it's illegal. Say this isn't a, officially a show now because we've talked about the ass. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Once I started about uh, talking about taking it up the butt, it's now yeah. officially well, yeah. show. Well, like you know. what you're saying though, Eric, is true. Um, right now, it it it's it's bad, quote unquote, bad because 
you're having to buy it, you being a, a generic hypothetical you, having to yes. buy it illegally, <laughs> and there's the, the drug dealers and the violence associated with it and the cops and the penalties and all that. If you could just go down to Kroger and buy it at the pharmacy or whatever, then then all the, the danger and the negative things that are associated with it would be gone away, and it would be just something between you and whoever happened to be within smelling distance of your living room and and that that would uh, i know not a lot of people want to look at it this way but that would boost the economy not only in the taxes not only in federal taxes and i'd even pay state taxes i would rather buy illegally i have before and it's great um but it's everybody be happier yeah that (laughs) that creates jobs that creates jobs and that creates new wealth well wait wait, Zach, zach you said i'd smoke it if it was legal yeah that's that's a good question to run right. down. Does anybody want to answer that one? No, I don't well, smoke it if it's legal, but it's is, not. Is does legalizing it? Um, I'd rather increase, do that than drink beer. Does legalizing it run the risk of increasing the, the negative aspects of it? Right. So there's lots of people who don't do it now. I'm going to assume Zach doesn't have a joint in his pocket right now. Nope. But if it was legal, he'd do it. So um, does does legalizing it run the risk of creating um, you know criminals or addicts or sick people that don't exist now? Seventy five percent of uh, adults today, adults my age, have tried marijuana, and well, have tried it, it up. and would but and no, but, regularly are two different things. Yeah, but no. Here, here's the thing about that: is once you've tried it, and if you like it, you're either going to become a stoner, you're going to become a recreational user, or you're going to just not do it at all. And so it's it, it's going to happen no matter what. Whether it's it, it's too easy to get a hold of. So right now, I could get a a seventeen year. I could buy pot easier in high school than I could alcohol. So I would I would smoke pot more in high school because I could buy it easier. So yeah. it's not it's not going to change anything. Anyone who doesn't smoke pot now because it's so easy to get probably won't start up as a constant smoker. At this point, yeah. I'd like to uh, point so out that that. The, uh, the opinions <laughs> represented in the show do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Element OP staff or its... <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do want to ask, Eric, is there a uh, like a hangover effect from smoking smoking pot? Um, unless you just... Sometimes you wake you up a little hungry. groggy. You, get a little, you wake up a little groggy. Uh, that's but really... not like alcohol. Like you, if you'd really oh, time no, it yeah, on yeah, last yeah. night, it's not like that, right? No, you never. Allegedly, you'll never spend a day with a okay. hangover after it. And that uh, would be that would probably if it was legalized, that would be my alcohol replacement. Then I, I could say that. I mean, I, I drink. Uh, I probably drink less than a six pack in a year. But uh, the reason that I don't drink very many at a time is because I just don't like the after effect. Quite honestly, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I'm getting too old for all that. So, uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll throw it out there and say, uh, you if would? It was, yeah, if it was legalized, oh, yeah, wow, you probably look at that. Probably see hey, look at this. One up, like bringing people together. <laughs> <laughs> my my thing is, um, I I'm I am loopy enough without being drunk. I don't I don't need any way to change my. <laughs> my level of cognitive abilities at all. So I've had my stint of uh, craziness on the alcohol back in the back in the day, and I, I've drank about three beers in the last five years. So my my poison of choice is cholesterol. Uh, I don't need alcohol. I don't need drugs. I've got bacon. So you know, I <laughs> oh, I, I oh, wouldn't do I, it even if it was legal. Baked goods are going down when I'm roasting. I'm, that's all I got to say. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when I was roasting, it's like peanut butter pretzels and bread let's all come in let's yeah let's talk about that too because there is there's that like ancillary benefit right because uh <laughs> the munchies little Debbie and, and stuff like benefit? that their, their sales will go through I'm, the roof i'm staying home and i'm watching a movie i'm not i'm just chilling give me some fried chicken <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, okay. I don't even know how to go. That was that wasn't in the notes, folks. I don't know how that discussion got started, and I don't yeah. know how to get out of it. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, no. I didn't start it. Let's just throw yeah. that out there. The, the how next, did we get on that subject? It was me. I'm pretty sure I drove us down that that road. Yeah, it was from the <laughs> online gambling and legalization. Yeah. So and I'm whatnot. driving off of that road right now to say that Christmas Eve weekend. All right, Christmas Day or Christmas weekend or the Christmas Day was Sunday. Christmas Eve was Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Google activated 3.7 million handsets. Holy crap! That's a lot. Yeah. Now, ordinarily, they do 700,000 a day. Is is the uh, uh, the the co- company line from Google? So that's, that's a still a lot. Double. Double, yeah, double, double what they normally right. do. Or a little 3. more than 3.7 million in a 48-hour period. That's a lot of Christmas presents. I know uh, my mom it's, was one of those, and I, I'd like to take that opportunity to jump in here and say she's no longer an iPhone user. Nice. Uh, so now, I, yeah, I spent part of that Christmas weekend um, familiarizing her with her Android device. Did oh, you put gosh. the Alvin Opie app on it for her? Uh, no, actually, I haven't done that yet. I, I need to. Uh, she's she's having a hard time to, just getting to keep the, the, real the basics periodic down. table off of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be able to censor the periodic table. Yeah, she not safe for grandma. Zach talking about lighting it up and roasting. Oh no, no, it's okay. We we have a little. Uh, we we do a little uh, private uh, poker league, and my mom is the one woman in this yeah, thing, yeah. and. Uh, and all the guy talk still flies left and right. My mom raised a bunch of boys, so there's not anything <laughs> certainly that we're going to say on this show that will surprise her even a little bit. Yeah, she so, knows I used to roast bowls back in high school. So, <laughs> so okay, <laughs> let's get off pot now. Uh, <laughs> that's what we're trying to do, Eric. Get people off pot. <laughs> I was thinking that's a great, another great title, you know. So, or so get does off that the pot? So does that show that people are going away from, in my opinion, communist esque, uh, the communist esque iOS five, the way I, Apple holds their things so tightly? Are people starting to learn cell phones and smartphones no. so much now that they're like, well, I'm going Android. I know how to do everything inside of it. It 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 doesn't mean anything. What it means is Android consistently has the best hardware. All right, and when people go to buy a phone, they look for the best hardware. Apple releases a phone roughly every eighteen to twenty-four months. They have the best hardware when they release it. And uh, between HTC and Motorola and all these guys, they're releasing a handset a day. Um, and so, yeah. and they they almost all, always have Google on it. So the best uh, phones out there right now have Android. So you go to the store, you say, "What's the most whiz bang phone you got?" It's this one. Happens to have Android on it. They don't care one way or the other. That's my so, story. And I'm except for the it. Apple lovers. I mean, and I think this is a thing, Eric. Kind of back to the pot and the alcohol and and the gambling. There's people who are like iPhones. Get off the pot, can we? We just can't. <laughs> I can't get away from it. There's people. There's people who are Apple fans, boys, and they're going to always buy an iPhone. There's people who don't care, like Mark says, and they're going to buy whatever's best and most appropriate for them at the time. But these 3.7 million people probably upgraded from uh, feature phones or just plain old dumb phones. You know, this is their first foray into the smartphone market. Their contract ran out. Their kid wanted to get them something for Christmas, and um, it was the cheapest, best phone out there, and so that's what they did. I got a brand new 4G LTE, uh, eight megapixel camera front, uh, rear facing camera, also 16 gig card, uh, one whatever gigahertz processor, AMOLED screen, blah 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 blah, twenty five bucks. Yeah. Wow! At Costco. Just for just for re-upping my contract with Verizon, right? Got for myself signing a contract you already had. So what? For signing a contract you already had. Yeah, for continuing to use the service that I was already planning on continuing to use. Right. 
<laughs> it's like I've said before on other shows, where I live, AT&T is the only game in town. Or actually, it's where I work. Nobody else has signal out there. So I'm going to be with AT&T for as long as I work where I work. And they have national coverage everywhere else. So why wouldn't I go get my free Samsung phone just to sign a, another extra year or two to my contract? I'm going to be there. Yep. Yeah. And even if I moved, you know, as long as I'm not moving moving to the Bay Area where AT&T sucks, uh, I'm going to be able to use AT&T wherever I am. I'll say this. I went actually went to Costco to shop for phones, throw a little tech into this episode, because Costco here sells uh, T-Mobile, AT&T, and Verizon all at the same kiosk. So it's very easy to compare phone to phone, plan to plan. You know, T-Mobile has all the commercials with the cute little girl in the pink dress that says, you know, you can get everything in the entire world for $50 a person or however they 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 package it. When I went down there, and I felt like I was playing quite a bit with Verizon, when it all came down to it, I was going to save $5 a month to go to T-Mobile. And Verizon's coverage, and other than the 4G outages they've been having, normal, uh, normally their coverage and service is so much better than T-Mobile. It was not even a question at that point. I just said, what's the best phone you got for Verizon? Here we go, 25 bucks. Walked up the counter, and I was done. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to stick with Verizon until they do something really, really, really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and force me to jump ship. All right, so this next item, uh, getting on uh, some of uh, Eric's favorite people in the world, the occupiers. Uh, yes. There, there's a new uh, social network in the works called Occupy Facebook, and the idea is we don't, uh, 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 developer Ed Knudsen said, we don't want to trust Facebook with our private messages among activists, so we're going to create an entirely new social network specifically for activists called tentatively Occupy Facebook. Okay, so my first question is, um, how many of you guys actually have something worth censoring? I mean, most of you are just saying pay my tuition anyway, so who really cares? But there's not you, there's not that much that's being said that needs that's being censored by Facebook. Facebook doesn't care. Yeah, but the thing is, as soon as the service is created, it will become the 99 or the 1%. It'll be the man and they'll have to protest it. Yeah, a billionaire will come from it, and then they'll have to boycott their own site. Because yeah, they can't make any money off of it. As soon as they make one dime off of it, they'll be protested. It, it, it's just all it is. It's just another forum. It's I mean, in, I'm sure we've all been in, in many online forums, and we can see the the de-evolution of them throughout the, the period. It starts out with good intentions. It just ends up people calling each other a-holes. So, well, I mean, it, it doesn't it doesn't really... To me, it's not going to do anything. This, I mean, Facebook this is the funniest thing to me. It says in this in the article. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Eric. No, go ahead. Established social networks such as Twitter and Facebook are considered to have been at the center of revolutions across this world, across the world this year. However, members of the Occupy movement fear these networks would turn over private messages when confronted by authorities. Well, I hate to break it to you, the Occupy Facebook people will turn it over too because it's the law. No, they, they don't to. want to go to jail. They have to turn it over. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, Facebook social networking, it does some great things. You could look at Egypt and, you know, all, a lot of the Middle East uh, uprisings. And a lot of those started because of Internet access and, and social networking and stuff like that. And it's great. But none of these guys have anything to anything really, in my opinion, constructive to say. They have a lot of complaints. But what my dad says is is like there's a difference between complaining and bitching, you know, Bitching is when you're just complaining without a solution and complaining is having a solution behind it. And and so to me, they're just they're just bitching. And I'm, I hate to say it like that, but they just are, because I've never heard a, a tentative so solution from anyone to say this is what we need to do an outline saying anything 
So that's all this Occupy Facebook's going to end up being. Just a big place to big gripe fest and people calling each other a-holes. Well, apparently, you just described this entire show as bitching. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's our whole show. Well, I mean, there's solutions, but we would take, we would have five-hour shows if, it, if we had to talk about every solution possible. But at least we're putting the news out there. In right. a, in that's a news show. That's right. It's yes. news, people. Well, you know, we don't only complain. We also talk about things we like. Like gambling and, <laughs> and weed <laughs> and, weed. <laughs> and meat of all varieties, apparently. Yeah, very educational. And yes. <laughs> and uh, the last one uh, we've talked about several times uh, across almost all the shows on the Element Opie Network, but we're going to do it again because it's a bad thing and it needs to die. Sopa sucks. Sopa is horrible. Down with Sopa. Yeah, explain Let's make explain it Sopa, Sopa first, just to, in case there's a listener out there that doesn't understand it's what Sopa that is. Sopa If there's one. Like yes. Zach. Zach. Or maybe yeah. Sopa <laughs> is the Stop Online Piracy Act, which sounds great. It's also uh, called Pippa in the Senate. Sopa in the House, yes. Pippa in the Senate. Me, me and my fiance have made a uh, conscious decision never to pirate again, um, mainly because our ISP can now track where we go and then take us if we go to wrong sites and then eventually they could prosecute us so we don't want to be in that we don't want to put that risk on us but i mean I, online piracy is a problem it takes from the companies and i understand that but the the as far reaching as the sopa bill is is it really all it takes is a complaint and then once once that person complains and says hey they're sharing uh copyrighted material on their site or links to copyrighted material um now all of a sudden they just have to write to write a formal letter then that site is shut down without proof without any sort of uh any sort of hearing and then that company has to uh has to argue their side of it to get their site back on right there's almost uh, no due pre process and very little recourse once you're blacklisted now it, you can say there is a process you can write you can defend it but if you're mashable if you're twitter can you, how many days can you handle being offline before your entire business crumbles it's right and you know those 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 things are going to play out over you know years in the in the legal process, I mean, if somebody's site goes down, it, it could take them years to come back up. It's gonna it's gonna be ridiculous. And and it's it's gonna take it's gonna create a bunch of false flags coming up on on all these sites because technically, there's there's right now there's someone posting a link to an illegal video on Facebook. There's someone posting on Twitter. There's someone posting on LinkedIn. If dumb if people use that, I don't know. Um, but. It, it's happening. So technically, Twitter could be shut down right now if SOPA passed. Facebook could be shut down, and and that just that's just the beginning of a snowball effect of well, well now your ISP could block whatever websites they don't like, and so it's just it's a snowball effect, and this is the beginning of it. And they're using the RI the recording industry and the music industry and the movie industry as the as the catalyst to get this all going. Yeah, and you were talking earlier about how politicians tend to think they're the smartest person in the room and don't listen to anybody. I can tell you in a, a perfect example of that. I was actually listening in on one of the hearings about uh, SOPA, and uh, these these experts were talking about how it's, it's going to fundamentally break the Internet as we know it. You're going to yep. screw up DNS. It's going to break the Internet. And one of these senators, I wish I had written down his name, one of the senators said, all right, now I'm not a technical person, but I just don't believe what you just said. <laughs> well, you don't know, but you don't believe right. it. Now, I mean, essentially what it could do is it blocks, it, it can block access to websites that have useful have useful things on them, but now all of a sudden you can't use them because there's there might be a single illegal file, allegedly. It only has to be alleged at this point. 
So it, it's just, it's silly. And this is the internet's kind of our last frontier of, in my opinion, of freedom of speech, of yeah, just just being able to do what you want, and and I now that ISPs can block everything and stuff like that, it's just getting it's getting out of control, and it's it would kind of be a bummer to watch it just kind of fall into the way television has, yeah. where it's so it, yep. it, it's so watered down, it's not it's not fun to watch anymore. Every time I have talked about this subject, I've said this line, so I'll say it again. SOPA is a very bad answer to a very real problem. Yes. Content, uh, uh, copyright infringement is a real problem. Content owners not having the ability to manage their own content is a very real problem. SOPA is a terrible solution to a very real problem. It's equivalent to uh, getting rid of drunk driving by blowing up every engine and every car on the country. Yeah, it's, it's silly. It's like, uh, I mean, and there's ways for people to to do it. Louis C.K., very, my my favorite comedian besides George Carlin of all time, he, he re- recently released a DVD and he went completely independent on it. And he made $1 million in one day. Right. Like he had, and, and that's because he has a loyal fan base and he puts out a quality product, but I'm sorry, I'm not going to watch 90 more rom-coms, you know, that come out of the, that, that come out of Hollywood now, because in my opinion, they just make junk movies. So I'm just not going to watch them unless it's one I really want to see, like the Avengers or Thor or something cool. But for the yeah, most part, it's just classics like Cannonball Run be if it weren't for the, <laughs> the system that we have in place now. That, that, that's true. I mean, there that are classics. No, that was no. A terrible. Cannibal Run is awesome. I got, I got to ask you a question because I, I, know, I, like I have an idea, and I'm wondering I like if this would yeah. be something that would work. Is where you had some sort of uh, regulated system for if you were going to upload any type of content that you sort of certified that it was yours, that you had the legal right to upload it. Well, that, but what's that going to be? A checkbox? We already do that. YouTube already has. Well, no, but I'm saying federally. So it's some sort of federal portal that you have to go through when you upload any content to any site. I think the system we have now works. We have laws in place. People do get fined and go to jail every day for copyright infringement. We have laws. They are working. There's nothing wrong. We don't need more. We just need to to get the bad guys. We take the narcotics task force that no longer will be needed because pot's legal. And we make them to be a uh, copyright infringement task force. Aaron, are you 35 years old? Aaron, are you 35 years old? I'm more than 35 years old. All right. I'm voting for you. All right. I'm doing it. Let's <laughs> no, make this I mean, happen, people. Come on. A friend of mine, he's in IT. You guys are very computer savvy. I'm not the most computer savvy in the world. Um, but he, what he was telling me, he said, it'll still exist. Peer-to-peer, it'll go back to IRC or it'll go to what he calls the dark net, which I looked up and apparently is a horrible place to be. <laughs> um, and that's where that, that's where I found out. That's that people, where all the best porn is, Eric. Yeah. That's where the child <laughs> porn is. Yeah. And uh and I was just, I was shocked that that, that even exists. Like, cause I've always, I've, I've read stories and people like he had over 2 million files of child pornography. She's like, how do you get 2 million files of that? But apparently this is how, and it's just going to, it's all it's going to do is send people to this quote unquote dark net. And then now they're exposed to this horrendous things, which in my opinion will eventually become desensitized to, and it won't be that big of a deal. So it's a, it's, it's, it's going to be there. So you might as well not have SOPA in my opinion. Now, there is a solution. I don't know what it is. So I'm, I'm bitching because I don't have a solution. Well, but that's what, that's why I was throwing that out there. Cause I think that's a viable solution. I mean, you could have some sort of government portal that you have to pass through first before you can upload a file to the internet. 
But why would no, you I mean, want to upload? Why would you want to upload a copy of the Avengers so, to the so internet if, unless if, you want somebody to steal it? <laughs> yeah, if I want to upload it, this is completely hypothetical. And if Stacy hears me say this, what if I wanted to uh, post, send send Stacy uh, pictures of us on a honeymoon, and they, they contain her in a bikini or something like that? Uh, now all of a sudden I have to go through some government portal, and they get to see my girlfriend in a bikini. It's not. Well, it's they not they're gonna. I mean that that's something that I mean. It is doable. I'm talking about uploading to the internet, like posting to a site. So, okay. Well, you know, I'm not talking about like emailing them back and forth. Okay. I mean, you could do things like uh, uh, digital requiring a digital signature that's always traceable back to you. But you know, right. anonymity is a good thing. I don't want to break anonymity on the internet either. That's yeah. where you know uh, things like what happened in Egypt happen. You know, um, because there is anonymity, and you can you can you know uh, you can be Salman Rushdie in in the modern age without having a price put on your head. And I think that's a good thing. By the way, this is the longest show ever recorded on the Element Open Network. Just FYI, no, is it really? No, it's close. It's it's just there. It's right at it. Oh wow! Holy crap! We're, we're right right we got to talking about pot, and then that was it. I'm on vacation. <laughs> I was on vacation as of four o'clock today. I'm not going back to work till the, uh, January 9th, so I'm happy. Wow! Congratulations. <laughs> that sounds awesome. All right, so uh, guys, anything else before we uh, wrap up? I think we covered a wide range of topics today. I always love this show for that 30, reason. Thirty second pirating story, real quick. Okay, and doesn't involve a parrot on Zach's shoulder. Uh, <laughs> got this new coworker a while back. This guy they hired in to do field support, and and he he came up, came up to one of the ladies in my office who was not as tech savvy, um, and had a thumb drive and said, "Here, you want it? This is how long? This is a few years ago. Here's the new Iron Man movie. You want to watch it?" And she's like, "You've got the new Iron Man movie." It's not even out on DVD yet. And he says, no, it's not. And he handed her the thumb drive. And I said, Terry, I would be hesitant before I took that thumb drive home and stuck it in my computer. And, and he said, why? I said, first of all, you don't know this guy. You don't know what's on that thumb drive. It could be a key logger. There's no telling what's on there because um, the guy seemed kind of sketchy. Second of all, I was just talking to him earlier, and he was banned from Comcast for three years in New York because he had da- they found – 300 downloaded movies on his site and they tracked it back to him and he got fined and um, was denied cable service for three years. And so there's no telling who's watching it. <laughs> I said, so I would just probably shy away from taking anything electronic for him and sticking it in anything in your house. Right. She's like, Oh, okay. And I said, and it's illegal. That's, that's the whole computer STD thing going on. Yeah, exactly. Don't put unknown things in your port. Exactly. And so, yeah, I was, he, he scared me. He lasted about a month and then he was, he was gone. Yeah, I, my biggest reason why I don't pirate is 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 not the morality. The, the morality is there, but the biggest reason I don't do it is because it's so low quality. You know, it's yeah. it's some guy with a video camera or a cell phone pointed at the screen recording. I'll wait it a couple of months and buy it on DVD. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Which, by the way, Mark, when we get done with the show, I'm going to send you a, a Dropbox file and send you a list of all the movies I have. If you can just take the ones you've ripped and drop them in the Dropbox for me. <laughs> if I already own a copy of it, that'll save me having to rip them. It would be wonderful. Oh well, Elmanopi shut down now. Yeah, if Sopa existed, I own a copy. It's totally legal, kind of. <laughs> well, it's only actually the the crazy thing is it's you're it's legal to make your own backup copies. It's illegal to break the encryption. Yep. You can't make a backup copy without breaking the so you can't do something oh, okay. legal without doing something illegal. Right. America. Yeah. All right, guys. So uh, I'm going to go around the horn here and uh, tell us where people can find you and, and find your musings and contact you and, and berate you for saying stupid things today. We'll start with Zach. Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Twitter's Zach underscore Hill. 
Facebook. That's Zach Hill. Or you can go to the hot route, which doesn't exist, but <laughs> you can do that. Sean. Uh, yeah, you can uh, find me on Facebook or uh, on Twitter at Sean, S-H-A-W-N-T-X. Um, Google, Google my name. There's plenty of ways to track me down. So uh, douchebag. Last name Kybel, <laughs> K-I-B-E-L. Eric. Uh, at Eric M. Fay, and hopefully by next week I will have a, uh, a blog site up and running with my, my rants and ravings of the week. And I will subscribe, Eric. Thank Eric. you. Double A R O N at one meal one workout dot com or just Google one meal one workout and that's uh, the number one. Yeah. Or you can just go to the Element Opie Network and find me. And you can find me at elementopie.com or markcockrell.com. Either of those is me. So uh, thanks for listening. Um, I'm not going to hey, say. Hey, wait, 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 wait. We got to uh, run down show potential show titles. Or do we'll we do that, that after we, we go we off the air? Okay, I thought we did that on air last week. If you're still here with us, <laughs> bless you, bless you each and all, everyone. Jeff. I guess I guess we'll leave that to if if you're a live listener, you get to hear all of that banter after the fact. All right, and so with that, hey, if you want to find us, check us out at elementopi.com. Get the new mobile app, and you can have have uh, Sean in your pocket at any time. Um, that just sounded yep. wrong, uh, so I'm just going to say that ends this episode of the Periodic Table.